Greetings and welcome to Pops Collection, where we dissect and reflect on a movie or TV show from a Pops Collection. I'm Ron Tweedy, joining me is Pops, and today we're going to do our Season 1 wrap-up of What If. Uh, yeah, what if this thing come out on DVD, then it would be in Pops Collection. But not yet. Right. But we'll get it in there as soon as we can. Uh, yeah, what if a, actually, I thought, really good. I know we had our first impressions yeah. episode about uh, episode one, Captain Carter, as uh, the first Avenger, but uh, was thinking maybe we'd just take a few minutes with uh, each episode, maybe, and then yeah. I thought maybe we'd uh, uh, rate which one we thought was our best episode sure yeah before right. we do that though let's uh let's take a look i just wanted to show you a couple of you know the source material thing they did a number of uh comics and i just figured it's, they started out in the mid 70s early mid 70s and you have things like you know what if spider-man became a member of the fantastic four became the you know fantastic five you know what if uh, the world knew that daredevil was blind that seemed kind of interesting but I tried reading through some of these, and uh, they are a lot longer than normal comics. They're like almost double the size of like a standard comic. Right. So uh, they were kind of like annuals. Uh, not not necessarily. Maybe a little bit shorter than an annual, but like, you know, the what? Ha so you know, when this this came out in the, the early seventies, you know, the Marvel canon really has been around for 10, 12 years or so, you know, fantastic right. four, uh, early sixties. So they're, they're kind of retelling the story up to that point. So it's like, you know, uh, you know, basically retelling a bunch of stuff and they start jam packing all that stuff in there. But uh, sometimes the, it would get a little bit meta like uh, number issue 11 is uh, what if, the original Marvel bullpen had become the Fantastic Four. So it looks like it's a picture of Stan Lee as uh, Reed Richards or Mr. Fantastic. I don't know if you see that, but uh, yeah, yeah, I do. So anyway, but uh, it, 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 you know, it, it had some Rick Jones had become the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an interesting one. Mm -hmm. uh, what if uh, Dr. Doom became a hero? That's probably one worth uh, watching. Um, what if Captain America had been elected president? I'll have to check that one out. Well, that kind of reminds me a little bit of um, the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. It almost looked to me like uh, his Captain America replacement was maybe going to get into politics. You know, sure. it kind of had that flair. Maybe. But yeah, um, they also had a second edition that had other ones like, you know, this one was an X-Men wedding album, so I'm wondering if, like, what if, you know, uh, Wolverine ended up with Jean Grey, not uh, not Cyclops, so. Oh, that's interesting. But, what anyway. if Spider-Man, uh, who is she? Yeah, I I'm wondering if that's the first appearance of Gwen Stacy. It could it be, I don't know, but. Uh, not sure. Yeah. Uh, were they uh, brought out monthly? No, or were they no. like uh, they like every six months, or how did they often did they uh, bring them out? Do you know? I don't know. Let's take a look. So if we open up, let's just look at issue one and two. Okay. And we'll see. 
Devin was issue two in April. And then, uh, let's see. February. So yeah, maybe uh, semi uh, okay. monthly. Right. Okay. So. All right. Well, that's anyway, cool. But, but, well, one of the later ones was um, "What If Electra Had Lived." That was an '80s story, so obviously it wasn't like you know super regular. So, right. That's true. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think I really don't think that any of these uh, episodes. I don't. They didn't look like they followed along with the comics. No, no. In fact, they're they're all from the MCU. So you know, this these are variations on the MCU timeline, which is we, we talked about. You know, it's kind of yes. an amalgamation between the classic and uh, you know. There, I think there's a lot of borrowing, at least in the early movies, from the Ultimate side of things as well. So yes, probably, yeah. probably. But um, this series. I actually, after watching uh, the last two episodes, eight and nine, which mm -hmm. I told you I watched them together, which yeah. I feel is really was the best way to watch it. So yeah. I am kind of so hoping that it comes out on DVD. Right. So I could, uh, because I think this is a series you need to watch one right after the other almost, you know, almost yeah, it either a binge or a you know, where it's fresh in your mind each day. Well, I, I definitely for the last two, I would agree with that episodes eight and nine. I mean, there's definitely a continuation there, but you know, a lot of the stories really stood on their own. You know, they, they weaved them all together at the end, but you know, they could have easily have done it uh, where they were all separate stories and they would have been, you know, I think just as uh, entertaining, you know, Yes, they did weave them all together at the end. When you are watching each episode yeah. uh, weekly as it came out, um, each story could stand on its own until yeah. we got to the very end. That's what, yeah. But uh, speaking of that, mm -hmm. uh, I think we should spend, like I said, a little bit of time with uh, just our thoughts on each episode. We don't have to go into detail or anything. Right. Right. Strongly recommend that I'm going to say it's a watch for any of our listeners out there. Agreed. Um, it's probably worth the money for Disney Plus for this. Yeah. At the very um, least, you can buy it for a month and binge watch it. And, yeah. That, that's true. Uh, although... We recommend that you keep it because there is Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, for me, there's the Bad Batch, yep. uh, another great one that I liked. And uh, we also had Loki, and there's been quite a few different on there that, you know, are really worth watching. Yep. Um, uh, so let's uh, just take a moment. We'll start with uh, episode number two. Sure. Uh, T'Challa. Uh, becomes Star-Lord. What if T'Challa became Star-Lord? Uh, what did you feel about that as far as the episode? Um, it, it was interesting. I, um, you know, to, to me, 
I really liked the way that they completely changed a lot of different characters in that, um, you know, Peter Quill is a very flawed character, right? And yes. you, know, you see that happen, you know, a lot of things happen a certain way because of those flaws. Um, I don't, they don't, they did not write T'Challa as a character with any flaws, it seems to me. And so, you know, it, it's almost like you run into that Superman situation. It's like, how do you write a story with Superman that's compelling because, you know, he's pretty much invincible and just like, in, in a similar way, T'Challa, uh, they don't have really any flaws for him. And so, you know, it's like, I don't know. To, to me, that, that, that part, I was more interested in the other characters than I was T'Challa in, in this one. Right. Well, in this uh, case, I mean, Thanos right. was part of the gang. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got the joke that, you know, he, you know, felt like that, you know, if we had 50% less people that, you know, things yeah. would be better. And everybody, you yeah. know, had something to say about that, you know? Right. Uh, which uh, I guess could have been considered comedy relief in this particular situation. Sure. But uh, I thought he did bring, I mean, they tried to do a similar story to Guardians. Right. Uh, by, you know, doing a lot of the same things, which they kind of did that actually with a lot of them. Right. Uh, of the stories. Uh, but he was just, seemed to be just so laid back and, you know. Yeah. It uh, all happened because uh, they made a mistake. Right. <laughs> yep. So, uh, but... Still, all in all, he decided to keep T'Challa just like he would have kept, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the character he was supposed to pick up in the first place, Quill. Right. You know, but it didn't happen. So this is the story we got. Um, and the premise of this whole thing is that there's a lot of alternate worlds. Yeah. And we see that uh, really... Uh, in the end episodes, but uh, for this particular one, uh, I thought overall the story was real good and uh, continued uh, good quality anim animation in this yeah. story also, Certainly. which actually threw out the whole thing. Um, right. But uh, yes, it really, I thought it was written well the way they chose it to handle it with a character not flawed you know he's okay. now a master thief as opposed to being the king of wakanda you know yeah yeah but like and, i said I, I don't know to, to me him not having to struggle against something you know a character an internal struggle it's kind of boring. So what made it the made the episode good was the fact that you got to see what Thanos was like when he was not a complete genocidal maniac. You got to see Nebula uh, a lot different, which you know instead of her being obsessed with take you know being better than her sister, she's like this. Um, you know, she kind of reminds me of some sort of like secret agent type of uh, you know um, femme fatale type of character. And you right. had you had. Um, Seth Green 
reprising his role as Howard the Duck, which was great. And you had more uh, uh, Benicio del Toro as the uh, as the collector, which you know the 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 voice acting, uh, you know, was, was great through this whole series. It was excellent through the whole series. Yeah, and, and um, obviously getting Chad Mc, Chadwick Boseman and his you know last Marvel appearance in in the series is is extra special. You know, even though I think that they wrote him as a boring character, T'Challa or uh, Chadwick Boseman's performance is still excellent. Well, yes, and we do get him again later. Right. So um, I know I, I thought about that heavily uh, during this particular episode, how that we are not going to get him in Black Panther 2. Right. Uh, so we uh, wait a week and we get what if. The world lost its mightiest heroes. Yeah. And uh, this story, um, it kind of felt weird yeah. to me at the beginning. Yeah. And then once we saw that it was a revenge type thing. Actually, I, I would venture to say that it's more of a uh, murder mystery uh, show episode. Like the, the the last one that we saw was a heist uh, episode. Absolutely, I mean it was all about them, you know, getting the uh, th the MacGuffin from the collector, and then him finally finding his family. The the second one was a murder mystery, right? Who who killed? Who's killing? Who's all of the mightiest heroes. Right, right. Who who's behind it all? And you know, for me, I did not see that coming at all. I, I completely, yeah. It was a it was a big uh, reveal to me at the end. Oh yes, it was. Oh my gosh, then all of a sudden, you know, everything gets explained why the Hulk all of a sudden pops up. Right, right. Why, you know, and then all it's like, well, that makes perfect sense now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, and I, I, it started a theme. This, uh, this episode started a theme that's happened. Like, I don't think there is a single episode save the last one where uh, Tony Stark's fate is uh, not death, right? I mean, they either kill him off or whatever. And then the other side of it is that Hank Pym's always the bad guy, which I feel sorry for Hank. Yeah, yeah. Well, he kind of uh, was in, in some of the uh, books. Not really the bad guy, but just yeah. he had anger issues. Right. You know, which caused him to go down some roads he shouldn't have yeah uh so yeah that was kind of a whole interesting story the way that wound up one thing i i liked about this and i i guess maybe this whole series the time limit the, the they told the story in such an effective way yeah. that it felt like it was longer than it than it was yeah i agree you know, so if that was a murder mystery, right? Then what would you class episode four? If Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands, it it is it is the quintessential uh, romantic tragedy in the vein of Shakespeare. Yes. So yes, yeah, and that that to me that one hit particularly hard because you know um, right around that time. You know, there there was uh, you know, at least the 
um, there was a lot of uncertainty about, you know, how, how the family was doing health-wise. And so um, just the, the level of desperation that Stephen Strange went through to save Christine, um, yeah, yeah, it was pretty powerful. Yes, uh, I thought, well, I'm not, I'll save that for later. Um, how do you, all right, so then we had episode five, which I thought, yeah, uh, that actually, there was a time in Marvel when they had all the characters out in zombie yeah. comics. Right, right. So I thought that was kind of an homage to that. Somewhat. Oh, yeah. yeah. It has to be. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, but again, how did Hank, you Pym, feel... Hank Pym's the bad guy again. So who starts it all? Yeah. So there you go. And uh, so what did... And to me, did it have kind of a Walking Dead flair to it, do you think, or no? Well, it does, but I don't think it's a, a Walking Dead... It, it's not specific to Walking Dead. It's just the the normal zombie movie thing. Like you know, I, I thought you know a lot of the Romero uh, films. You could see that is as well in it. Um, what I about just, like uh, what's the other one? Uh, that's the video game. Uh, Resident oh Evil. Yeah, it, yeah, that's kind of uh, almost a zombie thing too, right? Well, it is, but I, I I didn't see any of that really because um, the one of the key points of Resident Evil is that you're in a confined space with these uh, you know monsters and, and zombies. But uh, in this one, it's uh, it's almost like a road trip movie in this one, um, as they have to kind of travel. You know, you know, we start off in space. Banner gets sent back to Earth. And then we have uh, kind of like a they're going across, you know, to find a, a cure. They're going uh, across country for that. So right and uh, typical zombie type movie. The end never really is the end. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. but I, I will have to say that the uh, you know plot point with Vision and Wanda, and then getting the uh, the head with uh with scott lang um that was to me uh <laughs> one of the highlights of the episode it, that was just i thought so well played it was great oh yeah definitely but uh that i thought was very uh it was an entertaining episode and actually uh surprisingly your mom sat through the whole thing so yeah and, and we got a spider-man appearance which we hardly ever see in the mcu so that was great yeah that is true that is true so we got, we are halfway through now, almost halfway, over halfway through. Yeah. Uh, and we get to episode six, which is uh, what if Killmonger right. had rescued Tony Stark? Right. Now that episode to me was very, very interesting. Yeah. You know, uh, here we start off almost led to believe that uh killmonger is not a bad guy yeah i was really surprised about that um that he wasn't a bad guy or that yeah. it started off that well, way 
No, no. I mean, the started off part. I mean, the, but but to me, like it's it, it was like I, I don't know. I, like I think that with the uh, uh, success and partnerships that he and relationships that he got out of that particular situation, you would think that that would have changed his outlook on how he views things. But at the end, no, he, he's still the same guy who's, you know, obsessed with creating a, uh, an ethnostate that is a rule or a, a world that's dominated by the ethnostate of Wakanda. So I don't know. Yeah, was, no difference, right? He was still the same person that yeah. he was. Yeah, it, yeah, that was interesting, that part. Yes, but again, uh, Tony Stark yeah. didn't make it. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, you're right. That was something that uh, was going through the whole thing. Right. Uh, that, to me, uh, got to be real interesting mm -hmm. uh, towards the end of that episode. Sure. When he started revealing his true colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought, you know, once he became his bodyguard and he started doing things with Stark, they were best buds. You know, I thought, wow, okay, this is not going to, this whole episode is not going to be, but it turned around and yep. he got went back to himself. So that episode compared to episode seven. Yeah. Thor as an only child what if thor were an only child yeah you know it, it, it's one of those things where they really now are making thor's um i call it man baby thor right it, it's it's the thor that is there there's there's that humor which is you know totally fine but it's also there's this immaturity uh or maybe naivete i don't know but but thor you know he's not like, I, I always want Thor to be, you know, uh, he has that, but then he ends up being King Thor finally and actually takes responsibility and gladly assumes that that level of sacrifice that a king would have. We, ne we never get there. Uh, but in this episode, no, we don't. Well, no, we never get there, period. I'll, I, I'm going to already make the prediction that Thor, Love, and Thunder, we're not going to get there either. Uh, so we have that. But still. That's all to say, though, that it was probably had some of my most favorite moments in it, though. I mean, just the, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I love Frost Giant Loki. I think he's great. And the interaction between them was was fantastic. Um, uh, I, I love the fact that. Um, so so there, there was this uh, this thing going around uh, a couple of years back where Brie Larson, who is the uh, actress for Captain Marvel, made the um, she made the statement that oh, of course Captain Marvel can lift Mjolnir, and uh, she can't not in this one, and that, that, that felt that felt really good. Well, it was interesting, but she did find the way to defeat Thor. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, uh, and, and that, that, that goes back to, you know, Thor actually being a weak man, that the way to beat him was to call his mom, right? Yes. I mean, well, come on. He was, uh, yes. Now, that that uh, 
rendition yeah. of Thor kind of reminded me of the beginning of the first movie, of the very first Thor movie, where he was kind think, of impetuous I, I, and... I, I think it's more of Ragnarok Thor than anything else. Um... Okay. Uh, maybe. Anyway. I, I think it's a cross between the two of them. Okay. But uh, we go from that episode to what if Ultron won from yeah. episode eight. Yeah. What a total, like, from opposite sides of the world there, you know? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which uh, that episode there... Uh, I like I said, I didn't get to see that before I, we saw you, and right, you were the one that said, "Oh yeah, there's it's probably a two-parter." Yes, and you were right; definitely was a two-parter um, in a sense. Yeah. Yes, I guess it could have stood on its own, but uh, well, the the big part about it is that like the second part really incorporated all of the other previous episodes, with the exception of the the murder mystery one. That is true. Well, we did get... Uh, and the zombie one. We didn't get the zombies either back. Actually, we did. Well, yes, we did. Oh, yeah. Yes, so, we did. Yes, we uh, got the uh, new Avengers. Supreme Strange, Captain Carter, Star-Lord, T'Challa, yeah. right. Party, Party Thor. Right, yeah. Well, it's it's really the Guardians of the Multiverse. That's what they call them, not the Avengers. So That's true. That is true. Uh, yeah, that's right, because we had Gamora, too, also. Right. Rich, she didn't get her own episode either, so I don't know what that's all about. No, she didn't. But we kind of got... Uh, we got in the Ultron, we got uh, Natasha and Hawkeye. Yeah. Right? And yeah. Bart. Uh, and we also kind of get... Uh, eventually, Natasha comes into this episode, too. Mm -hmm. That's right. So, uh, very, very interesting the way that they uh, kind of interwove everything. Because we did get, like you said, we got uh, zombie Wanda, yeah. you know, fighting yeah. her boyfriend, you know? Well, her boyfriend's body, because Ultron, you know, took over That's that. That's true. Wasn't... That is true. Yeah, so... Yes, which in this uh, reality, yeah, they were. I guess they were never boyfriend girlfriend in this reality, right? Because Ultron won. Yeah, uh, uh, Vision never existed. Vision right, was never exactly. Yeah. So, um, so eh, that kind of brings us to the end, right, of the series nine episodes, and mm -hmm. we get a actual teaser at the end of episode nine mm -hmm. at least i think it's a teaser you know romanoff and carter finding the hydra stomper right. right and she says oh and there's somebody inside right right yeah now who could that be yeah <laughs> no but i guess it's also kind of interesting because that kind of flows with endgame uh-huh that uh, Steve Rogers went back to uh, be with uh, Carter. 
Yeah, well, that I think that was the the thing. It's like they they're gonna get to be reunited. This is just a different way they're gonna do it, right? Right, right, totally different way. Yeah, but uh, definitely was pretty awesome. I thought. Yeah. The whole series, and uh, honestly, I cannot wait until uh, it comes out on DVD. I sure hope it comes out on DVD. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I haven't seen anything on uh, Falcon Winter Soldier or Loki or yeah um, the other one that we were watching too. I one division. Yes, I haven't seen anything on any of those. Yeah. As of yet. Right. Um, at least not something official. Yeah. All right. So overall, I'm going to say the animation in all of them was excellent. Um, yeah. I'm going to say anime quality. If no, it's, not better. I, it's it's different. I mean, I it, to me, it looks like you know the cell shaded. You know, it, it reminds me of a cell shaded, like stylized. It's like a halfway between you know real life and and you know comic book. Okay, yeah, probably, right? Music was great all through all the episodes. And we've already said the voice acting. Yeah. You can't get much better than that, right? Well, uh, yeah, some some of it. So, like, you know, I'm just looking really quick to see if uh, who had the different. uh, So, so obviously, they got back a lot of the movie actors to come back and do their voices. But there's... There's a few notable ones that didn't uh, didn't return. So obviously, uh, Steve Rogers was done by Josh Keaton as opposed to Chris Evans. So you know he, he did a, a serviceable job, I think. But you know he's not the same as Chris Evans. But well, uh, let's just uh, remember too uh, the uh, Steve Rogers in this is like a ninety pound weakling. So right, you know right, right. could get away with not being Chris Evans, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but for the most part, I think uh, was Hawkeye also a different uh, voice actor? No, that that was Jeremy. Or was Ra- that was Raimi or Renner? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm looking at just the uh, different ones here. Let's see. Uh, I saw somebody else that was different. Uh, let's see. Wow, they actually got Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. That was pretty. Yes. Good. Oh, yeah. You couldn't tell. Yeah. yeah I well, could they, definitely I, I, yeah. tell. Well, sometimes it could be like a sound alike. Uh, you know, like they get, they can get, like the guy who does Tony Stark is really good. It, it but it's definitely not RDJ, right? right? Yes. But definitely. Um. You know the. Uh, he sounded a lot like him. Yeah, but he he has its own take on it, but it's it's like the same. It's the same kind of inflection that Robert Downey Jr. does, but it's not his voice. But right. it's still really good. Like uh, his name's Mike Wingard, and he does a great job. I, I think he does, you know, uh, as as that, even if it wasn't, you know, him. But uh, Stephanie Pan Panicello did uh, Betty Ross, so that wasn't uh, Liv Tyler. And right. Mike McGill did uh, General Ross, which is not, uh, you know, right, right. And Alexandra Daniels did uh, Captain Marvel, so Brie Larson did not come back. And let's see. Paul Bettany did come back to do Jarvis, which he did. Yes. And then Evangeline Lilly did do uh, Hope Van Dyne, which is great. And then Paul Rudd being <laughs> a Scott Lang's disembodied head, which is great. Yes, yes, yes. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... 
it was there whoever all the actor voice acting that was done yeah. there was uh done really well the music uh flowed with every episode it got you yeah. caught up in it yep. uh the pacing was i didn't feel like any of the episodes had any spots and especially in a zombie episode you expect to have some type of a quiet spot in there yeah uh, but they chose to uh use that time effectively to move the story along so uh i'm gonna say everything was done great from all one through nine all of them agreed all right but this we may not agree on okay your favorite episode one through nine yeah I'd have to say, actually, that's a tie. I have it's a tie. I, I'd say the zombie episode with the Thor episode. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like both of them for for different reasons. I think the the zombie one, like I said, uh, you know, told a great story, and I, I love how they utilize the characters in it, and the fact that you know the the ones that ended up surviving weren't the ones you actually thought were going to survive. For instance, you didn't have Tony Stark survive, but you had Happy. And so he kind of had took on the mantle of being, uh, you know, from the Iron Man universe. Then he had uh, Sharon Carter from the Captain America side. So it, I, I, it, the fact that they gave those other characters time to shine uh, from those other movies was great. And then you know the reveal at the end where you have um, just the the Wanda and Vision uh, angle was was great. And yeah, I thought that was really good and then the thor one obviously i talked about that how he had um you know the relationship between loki and thor which is you know one of the highlights of the mcu in general you know having those guys you know bounce off each other in a totally different family context is uh <laughs> yes great. and and like i said the interaction with captain marvel and um i have to say you know uh you know the the voice actress that did uh, alexandria Dan daniels um, I think, I, I don't know what she looks like, but I think she might actually be better Captain Marvel than Brie Larson. Actually, I, I want to say that she's a better Captain Marvel than Brie Larson. And, you know, um, yeah, so that's why I think, uh, that one's great too. So I'd say, uh, those two are my favorites. Okay. Well, that's, uh, really good. Well, like you said, like we had discussed, they were all really, really good. But for me. Mm -hmm. It was episode four. Okay. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Losing his heart. Yeah. Instead of his hands. Yeah. That episode for me was a real um, binding episode from beginning to yeah. end. Yeah. And, and I think, yeah, I would say that one probably had the most impact on me as well, but I don't know if I can handle watching that one again. Like I, I could watch the Thor one, you know, fifty times, and it would be. Oh know, just, yes. You know? And, and I, I, I did appreciate the direction they went with that one. That you know they didn't end it on a happy ending or whatever. It was just this kind of down moment, and it was, um, you know, just they, they kind of left it where you weren't expecting them to leave it. And I thought that oh, was yes. it was very bold of them to do that. Oh, absolutely. And that's really that was the final nail in my coffin to yeah. like, oh my gosh, 
Yeah. I will forever be in this little right containment forever yeah. and ever. Yeah. Of course, he does. Go ahead. Yeah, it just reminds me of the uh, Twilight Zone. Uh, you know, kind of that, that that kind of story would be told in that way. I, I think, agree. I with agree. that kind of ending. With that kind of ending. Yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it a kind of it almost reminds me of there was a Twilight episode with Burgess Meredith, who was a book reader. Okay. And uh, he went into this like um, safe area to get away from everybody so he could read because he didn't like to be with people okay and while he was there the apocalypse happened and there was nobody living so he was there all by himself and he finally like came to this area where he was at the found the library and all these books that he could read but yeah. he was a guy that had real thick glasses uh-huh and he slipped and fell and broke his glasses. So now um, he had all these books and he couldn't read them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was kind of yeah. like that thing that, you know, Yeah. it was like same kind of a, an ending type story, you know? Sure, sure. But he did get to redeem himself at the end. Yeah. Uh, so uh, do you know when uh, the next What If is coming out? No, uh, let's see. I don't know if they've announced. I know they announced a, a season two. I said, but I yes, I heard that, but um, I yeah. didn't catch a date or anything. Mm -hmm. But uh, if it's as good a quality as this one, I'm looking forward to it, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how, how many of the What If comics were there? Do you know? Oh, yeah, there's a ton of them. I mean, just... So... Marvel Limited is, is only a you know fraction of what they actually have, I think. So, okay, so then they could possibly uh, glean off of some of them stories, possibly. I, I guess I don't think they actually gleaned off any of them, really. I no, mean, they didn't. So, but I'm just saying, if they run out of yeah ideas, they could. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So. Is it a thumbs up watch? No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. For me also. Very good. Uh, so again, listeners, if you don't have Disney Plus, go for it. It's yeah. worth it. Sure. For that and, of course, the other shows that we've uh, reviewed right? that are on that channel also. Sure. And if you're a Star Wars guy, you will definitely love Bad Batch. Yep. So. All right, okay. good. Cool. All right, so any other thoughts? I think we covered it all. Oh, we sure did. We definitely did. All right, well. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap it up. We'll uh, thank you all for listening to another episode. Uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, so let's you know, uh, keep up uh, the uh, engagement if you have. Uh, leave us a uh, like on Facebook, a thumbs up on YouTube, and a comment. That would be excellent. So we'll see you uh, next time. Goodbye. God bless. Goodbye. God bless. Tell your friends. <laughs>